Yay! Thank you so much for tuning in to my very first podcast, the very first episode. Today's episode features Ryan McCowan from Below Deck Down Under. It is such a good interview. Stick around and thank you so much for tuning in. I'm James Pike. I run Below Deck Above Average. This is my podcast, Pop Off with James. I have Ryan McCowan. He is the chef on Below Deck Down Under. So let's just get into it. How are you today? I'm very well. How about yourself? You know what? Just living life, you know? That's it. One day at a time on the right side of the ground. Exactly. This is actually my very first episode. I'm a little bit nervous, but it's all good. Hey, man, it's cool. I had some cameras in front of my face for, you know, quite a bit of weeks. And uh, yeah, it, t- it takes a minute jumping into something like this. So let's, yeah, let's totally. kill it. So I just read that below deck is like one of the top reality shows on television right now and did you know below deck was that big like how does it feel being a part of something that big like is it crazy i mean it's kind of funny because it's something that's kind of frowned upon in the yachting industry it's like oh it'll it'll cancel you no work you're not going to get any work but i think it's you know that's all a bunch of crap um the reality television show that has been going on for ah, I, th- I want to say like eight nine years now and uh it's just blown up you know the drama is there the experience is there people kind of it's almost like that they are there living the same you know what what we're doing and what's going on so i'm super excited on where the show has gone and uh the potential it has to take me you know even further can you tell us a little bit how you got involved in the show um so the show um i was always aware of it um years back i was in uh, belfast maine working at a restaurant uh the gothic and i had a group of yachties starting to come in just about every day and i realized they were up there for front street shipyard they had a big sail boat they were on and uh i've always loved the water but that's where my interest in yachting kind of started and that was the same time below deck was launching so it was kind of cool. And, it, you know, I, went, I worked for a few more years within the hotel industry and restaurants and as a private chef. And then I just transitioned to boats and an opportunity arose and I kind of jumped on it. Nice. So do you feel like you're accurately portrayed so far in the show? Um, I mean, per usual, you know, we're a reality television show and we are there for viewers experiences. And we spend a lot of time filming. There's lots of hours. And, you know, there's going to be a villain everywhere. And uh, at times, am I a villain? Of course. But I have a restaurant background. You know, things are done a certain way. We're pretty strict within the restaurants. And, you know, I try to transition that in the boats. And when I find the right team and the right crew, it really works. And uh, unfortunately for me on that show, it did not work. So (laughs) here we are. Have you done any other podcasts or? Um, so you are my first podcast. So nice. I'm super excited. Uh, yeah. This is awesome. So, you know, we're popping both our cherries here. So it's exciting. <laughs> right. So thank you very much. Thank uh, you. So I read that you have like a lot of tattoos and you see it on the show. You have a fork and a spoon and a mermaid tattoo. Can you discuss a little bit about your tattoos and what they mean to you? All right, so tattoos. I got Anthony Bourdain on my right arm. Um, it was a sketch done by a guy, Louis Rosengall, out of Portland, Maine. Um, I found it. I fell in love with it, and I put it on my arm as a little remembrance to uh, two close friends that I had from Philadelphia that uh, that are no longer with us. Um, 
they both uh, passed very close to uh, Anthony Bourdain's death. So I thought it was a really good tribute for them as they both worked in hospitality as well. I have a pig on my arm for my love of pigs. They are super smart animals. Um, living in Maine, I got to experience such a young coalition of farmers that migrated to Maine and, uh, you know, slaughter. It's real. It happens. You want to eat yeah. pork? A pig has to die. Um, I just fell in love with pigs. And Would you ever get a pet pig? Um, who knows what the future has for me there? I might. <laughs> and then I have a mermaid on the arm is a, a part of my past. It was someone that I, uh, you know, was super fond of, super keen on, and um, she's no longer part of my life, but it had a huge impact on my life. So I felt that, you know, that needed to be there. Um, I have a big slice of pizza on my arm as well. Uh, I grew up in pizzerias. Uh, my father, you know, he passed away 9-11-2009. So I thought, what a better way, you know, just to give me a little remembrance of him. So I popped a slice of pizza on my arm. I got a few oh. birds on there that are, you know, some other significant exes of my past that have flown away. And nice. Yeah. And while I was in Australia, actually, I went on my wrist there. I got a little bit of some coral reef done. And uh, so I got some coral and some fish. So, yeah, that's, that's my right arm. <laughs> I, I think like getting tattoos that mean something, but don't directly show that it means that, like a, like a symbolization or something is uh, really good to get. Because if you're not with that person anymore or whatever, then it doesn't like say their name or something, right? So I like that. Exactly, yeah. I've seen a lot of people with somebody's name on them and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> it's, uh... It, it honestly it's pure trash to put someone's name on you it's it, it's it's bad luck like why would you do that <laughs> yeah it's actually the worst it's like a lower back tattoo <laughs> a transept yep they, they were pretty popular though you know where i grew up uh yeah it's ratchet <laughs> yeah totally uh so uh sorry to hear about your dad sorry i wanted to interject that not a problem um, on the show, how much of it is you trying to like kind of stir the pot a little bit? And how much do you think it's just you working away like you would without the cameras? So uh, it's, it's a funny start. You know, my first impression of getting on that boat, I had a snarky comment asked. And uh, that kind of set the tone in my mood with, you know, one person in particular. And it, it made it really hard for me to work. Um, at times, can I be arrogant? Of course, anybody can. Um, Am I loud? Yes, that's my nature. If you don't like it, leave. Don't deal with it. It's, you know, that is who I am. Yeah. But we have so many hours that we film and we are solely there for entertainment purposes and we all have a job to do. So can I say that, you know, do I have great cuts? Yeah, I have amazing cuts. Do I have bad cuts? Yes, I do. But it's part of the show. It's part of what we do. It's what I signed up for. And I am completely happy with everything thus far. I love all the hate. It's like, you know, people want to hate on me. Like you're taking the time out of your day to hate on me. You actually have to follow me to comment. Like, so you're yeah. doing that, like jokes on you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that I love how you like kind of troll people and like your stories and stuff. I'm like reposting that. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. You know, they kind of, they, they don't know what's going on and believe it or not, not to sound arrogant, even though it probably will to people. Um, I'm going to throw a ballpark number out and just say 75% of the people commenting can't even afford to get on a boat. So they have no idea. Yeah. Yachting has completely changed. Everybody has this pretentious idea of what yachting is. 
white glove silver service. No, what yeah. yachting is today is our clients get what they ask for. It can, if it's a burger, it's a burger. If it's a hot dog, hot dog. You want a ham yeah. and cheese sandwich, it's a ham and cheese sandwich. Unfortunately yeah. for people that think yachting is just this prestigious thing, they're wrong. It's really not. Uh, it's, to me, it's not, or at least who I work for, because I work for the right people. I don't work for arrogant pricks that have too much money that, you know, they can walk in and off of their boat during without a mask because they're vaxxed, but they keep their crew on the boat with a mask on. Like, that's And that's yeah. not somebody I would work for. So yeah. to me, yachting has changed. And uh, yeah, I work for the right people. How many years have you been in yachting? So yachting now, it's God, six, seven. It's, okay. you know, um, I'm more of a, a liaison to, you know, my clients. Uh, I'm very involved in their day-to-days and, you know, um, they've done well for me. If I need something, you know, I have the people I can go to and them watching me on the show, they find it hilarious because, you know, they know me firsthand and, uh, you know, Asia has a ton of followers and believe it or not, all the hate I'm getting is just from like Asia's super fans. <laughs> they don't even care that the primaries and charter guests are chiming in about how much they love me and you know they got what they yeah. asked for it's what they put on their product like they're so biased and they see right past it it's like they only want to watch and listen to that miserable laugh that believe it or not i get so much love on how much people cannot take what she says and how she is i mean she's she is arrogant in my eyes and uh her laugh and that that bubbly giddy personality it's a fucking front for how nasty she really is really so do you think so, that she- there's part of her that we haven't seen that you've seen that you're kind of alluding to or what? Hey man, she's a fan favorite, you know, she's going to get portrayed one way and that's, yeah. you know, I accept it and I'm okay with it. It, it, yeah. it is what it is. She's not ready to be a, a chief stew. Um, it's just, yeah, she has no idea. Like communication. There was none with her. If she tells me eight o'clock and then my food's ready at eight o'clock, she goes, Oh, the guests aren't ready. Well, you told me eight o'clock. So, yeah so what you're saying is like it's her job to be like hey you know food's ready like let's get ready for dinner kind of thing is that what you mean if, if i'm hanging out in a hot tub and i request that my dinner at eight o'clock if i'm still in the hot tub at eight o'clock and somebody doesn't tell me like hey it's you know dinner time they want to eat like <laughs> they want to eat let them know hey guys you ready for dinner i mean we saw it perfectly um charlie um first charter they were, it was dinner or lunch. I'm not sure which one it was, but they were all hanging yeah. out in the hot tub and she goes, Oh, well, the guests aren't ready yet. The second she finally communicated with the guests, they popped right out of the hot tub. They're point proven. It's just, you know, and we had bad communication. Like I said, she set the tone immediately, but I'm the, so I said, don't be stupid. But yeah, it's like me asking you if, if you're good at your job, like you don't do that. Like, not, that's the first day, first five minutes on the boat. Like, so, but I'm arrogant and I'm okay with it. It's like, we threw snowballs at Santa Claus from, from an arrogant place, apparently. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> right off the bat, you're kind of like, this is how I work. This is how you can work around me. This is how we, we can work together. You kind of laid it all out. Exactly. But then again, we have a seasoned below decky, you know? She's seasoned. She's over salted is what she is. <laughs> Good. Well, off of Asia, let's get on to some other stuff. What do you got? What do I got? Okay, so if you could fire any cast member off the entire boat, but it didn't include Aisha, who would it be? You know what? I would fire Mags, and not because of her work ethic or how she works, but because yeah. that girl is destined for f- bigger things. She's beautiful, she's f- smart, and she's amazing, and yeah. I'd be the one that I'd want to set her free and let her go f- and thrive. <laughs> 
yeah, who knows? Maybe she'll get some more like modeling opportunities or whatever throughout the show, right? So, I'm I'm hoping so. You know, she was staying with me for a while, as quite a bit of the cast has been, and uh, she went down to uh, Mexico to uh, Mexico City for a modeling contract. She came back and uh, she just jumped on a boat, so she's in Palma right now, and uh, you know, getting her money up. But uh, her her focus is modeling, and uh, she's gonna she's gonna be a star. Everybody's gonna know who she is soon. Oh, 100%. And I was wondering, so you were just talking about how people stay with you after the show. Are you allowed to say uh, any people that you keep in touch with or name those people that stay with you? I'm in touch with every single person from the entire crew except Asia. Except Asia, okay. (laughs) Hey, uh, thanks for listening. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, head on over to my Instagram and fast forward to this part to see some exclusive photos of Ryan and the crew. it away um i was probably a little hard on the way i overreacted with captain and that is yeah. my problem and i do i do take fault for that um yeah it was just the wrong time like criticism while i'm still in the middle of service um so poor timing on his part but definitely i was a, i was a complete yeah. the way i reacted uh so i'm just gonna ask one more question about uh this season then i want to ask you something about another below deck season uh, cool. So, do you think that Jamie would have reacted differently if Bertini was the one caught in the jacuzzi with the charter guests and not like Culver? And- um, you know, I don't know how I can really answer that. Uh, do I think Jamie had biased opinion? Maybe, yeah. but I think Jamie did a f- great job at you know identifying you know key factors and whatever people were capable of. So, you know, when your job can get done, I think there's a little more leeway to have fun. And yeah. uh, Culver was there for the guests. And I think the same. I think he would have been okay with it if, if it was Bertini and she was there for the guests. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what we're there for. We're there to entertain. So this is like the biggest Below Deck question of all time. If you remember Below Deck Mediterranean season five, uh, what do you think of Captain Sandy? I think Captain Sandy is a bad a- um, You love I love I, I'm a fan. I love seeing women in a in a f-ing dominant role. Like she drives a big boat. She carries a lot of responsibility, and uh, you know, I think she handles people well. But do you think that she handled the Hannah situation well, or what? Do you, do you have any opinion um, on that? <laughs> you know, that whole Hannah thing. It's I don't really know that I have an answer for that. <laughs> to be honest, um, number one, I'm not a hundred percent aware of it. I, you know, I have bits and pieces. I'm not like this big super fan myself of the show. So I catch, yeah. I was a fan of it in the beginning. You know, I, I watched it in the beginning. I caught up, I binged, but other than that, you know, it's, it's television in general is not part of my like daily life. I hate television. I don't have one in the bedroom. Um, I have a few shows I watch, so and below deck it really I barely watch my season to be honest. You know, I hear yeah. enough about it on social that I don't even need to watch it. It's you know, it, it's become part of the Ryan show. It's you know, everything's Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. So the way I look at it, I did something right because people are talking. So you feel like if it was you on this season and you just kind of were in the background, or you on this mm-hmm. season how it is right now, you'd rather it just be like the villain and like that kind of way well there's there was no we didn't have no drama nobody was 
you know, there was no hookups. It was, it was, and, uh, I am who I am. And I had a damn good time being there. Unfortunately, <laughs> like I said, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, like I said, the, the tone was set immediately with a nasty question. And yeah. uh, I will say that we both tried, even Asia, we both tried to like, you know, squash the differences and it just never, it never caught on. It never worked. Do you really know what's going on inside the galley? Like, do you hear things from people? Do you see, like, what's your vantage point from the galley? It sucked. There was zero communication. I didn't know what the f was going on. We were late. You know, they're trying to tell me, like, I can't be a stickler for time. Yeah. Everything about yachting is f timing. When we can get off the dock, if they're doing a beach ticket picnic. I mean, they took me to the f***ing beach for a dinner and it was dark. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, so timing is everything on a boat. And, and uh, people like to stick to a schedule. When you pay a lot of money, you know, they want to see things. They want to have activities. They want to do uh, You know, if I'm late on a meal or a meal runs late, that could the snorkeling adventure, the scuba diving. Like, it all, everything is timing in my eyes as, as in a restaurant. So I think restaurant life and yachting life when it comes to the back of the house people it should you know it it, it should be the same <laughs> yeah but like as for like the drama and like the happenings of the boat like outside of dinner service like did you really <laughs> like are you learning a lot of stuff on the show when you watch it or did you know kind of know that stuff was going on i mean i'm very aware of my surroundings and you know but uh yeah i knew it was going on and it might have been just from somebody passing through the galley but it's gonna happen so but communication <laughs> wasn't there and in, in a lot of departments uh coming back to me so i was kind of blind a lot and it, it sucked we're doing yeah. a beach picnic we're not doing a beach picnic we're we're going back now it, it it's timing man and uh timing was and uh yeah i'm cool with it <laughs> i had a great time you know i literally checked out and was on holiday basically after that first charter <laughs> and i'm getting paid and uh I'm not too happy right now, but you know what? I'm in Australia. I don't know the next time I'm going to be back. Yeah, for sure. Like, Australia's <laughs> dope. Mm -hmm. So there's something to say about somebody who's just basically like, this is how I am. Take it or leave it. You know, there's no surprises. Um, I kind of prefer that over somebody you can't really figure out. You know what I mean? No. I mean, if you look back, look at me and me. We have one of the best relationships and we probably argued every day. That girl grounded me. She kept me in check and I love her to death. And who's to say you like every day is a new day. And if you want to be that arrogant type of person that has a grudge, like, cool. Good for you. Your life is only this show. Like, let's see Asia get hired outside of the show. I don't know if it happens or not. I can't say that she works on boats outside of the show, but right now her whole life is Bravo. And if she's okay with it, I'm happy for her. But uh, I live a real life. I work very hard. I live a good life too. And yeah. uh, I, have, I, have, I have zero regrets. Not even a letter. <laughs> That's that amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, so let's play a little game here. I'm going to say something and then you're just going to finish the sentence. Are you cool with that? I'm good with it. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, Asia is. She's just mean. Just mean. <laughs> she's like, she's totally, she's totally that like you can't sit with us type. So, <laughs> on to the next one. So, uh, one thing I wish I could have done differently is, uh, you know, I wish we could have got off on a better foot. I really do. 
Um, yeah. I think it made for a poor experience for myself. Not so much her, like I said, she's seasoned, but it, it made for a bad experience for myself. And I wish we could have, I wish that question never came out of her mouth and then I wouldn't have asked her to not be stupid. Are you chef <laughs> Yeah, that's an arrogant question. It's, it's me going into a place and you, are you good at your job? Like, <laughs> like, that's not, that should not be the first interaction you have with somebody. Okay, so next <laughs> question is, I love blank. I love Magna. Oh, are you guys dating yeah. now? No, we're not dating. Uh, we're very good friends. We understand each other and, uh, you know, we're there for each other. So I know she's a lifelong friend and she's there to stay. So. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And the next question is, I hate blank. Oh God. I f***ing hate a lot of things. <laughs> um, I hate I, do you want me to refer to the show or how I'm feeling? <laughs> the first thing that comes to your head. I hate the way, uh, you know, I started off, you know, the guests love me, but I hate, I hate, you know, I, I you know, I don't think I hate anything. Actually. I don't hate anything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate it. Exactly. I don't hate anything. I don't really use that word. And uh, yeah, I don't hate anything, but yeah, I don't hate anything. There's not even a, but. That's a good question. Uh, that's a good answer. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> so we're going to do spicy time, marry or throw overboard. So it's like marry kill, but like boating style. We'll do Chumi, Brittini or Asia. Marry kill, but boating style. All right. So marry kill. Chumi. Yeah. Bertini and Asia. Well, you damn well know I'm fucking burying Asia six feet under. Um, I'm going to marry Toomey because that woman will keep me in check for the rest of my life. And Bertini, she's a little freaky right now, so we'd probably get down and dirty. <laughs> Is there anything that you kind of want to just swap off about? No, I, I mean, I, I think we hit it. You know, you got my feelings, how I felt and uh, how I feel now. And I have no regrets. Uh, you know, like I said, looking back, the only thing I'd like to change different was that first impression that I had of her that, you know, it set the tone for, you know, for my season. So nice. we got a lot more, we got a lot more shit to come. <laughs> awesome. And is uh, reality television, is that something that you like willing to continue with? Or are you kind of done with it? Like, how do you feel about that? I'm, I'm totally down and open to whatever comes my way. Um, I, I, am, I have my hands in quite a bit right now, you know, working on a restaurant. I have a big podcast. I'm looking to drop. I got some amazing, actually, I got, <laughs> I got some pretty big names that are going to pop off on the start. So I'm super excited for that. Big names outside of reality television, actual, actual stars. <laughs> Not, I'm like an <laughs> F-lister. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for it. Uh, you know, Miami's the place. I just got rid of a company I built and, uh, yeah, I'm super excited. I got a lot going on, and uh, 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 <laughs> not, yeah, this isn't hurting me; it's only helping me. And uh, I love the hate, so keep hating on it. I'm going to take it right to the bank. Awesome! I love that attitude. Um, is there anything that you want to plug? Like, uh, do you have the name of your podcast? Obviously, follow me, Chef Ryan McEwen, on IG, and uh, the podcast is there in my bio. It's the Yes Daddy Podcast, and it's real. It's raw. And it's going to be a little kinky, a little bit dirty. Um, you know, the, the co-host, not really a co-host. 
we're kind of rolling through different uh, Miami personalities, like socialites, you know, influencers. And uh, I would say they're not really like the Robin of Howard Stern, but they're kind of there. And, uh, you know, little t- little hint here, they get to kind of hang out and swing around in a sex swing that's kind of hanging from the ceiling. So it's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, <laughs> no boundaries, completely raw. Obviously, everybody has to accept what they're coming into. Um, so there's no degrading or anything like that of anybody. They're going to be aware of what's going on. So it might come off to the public like, oh, you're doing that. But everybody that's involved in this podcast, I have an amazing team and uh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> We're all on the same page. Do you have a date? It's supposed to be June, but I'm looking at July right now. It's probably going to be July. Yeah, so, take your uh, time, man. Yeah, so, yeah, I got some big names that are going to be doing some promoting for it. So it's going to hit some pretty cool outlets that you know i never thought i'd have a chance to touch so i'm excited i do have to add that my friend melissa feaster she does a side piece podcast she's had like so many famous people like denise richards and just like so many people yeah Mm -hmm. she's amazing and i can't say enough good things about her so if you ever get a chance i think you should do her podcast well, I would love to, I would love to connect with her if that's possible. I'm super excited for what I have in the future and, you know, what other outlets I'm set up to, to be on. So nice. So we're going to be seeing a lot more of you, which is amazing. The memes are not going to stop. Um, I have a great <laughs> marketing team. They are my marketing team for my company that have nothing better to do. Um, actually, I told them today, if they hit their marks, they don't have to, uh, they don't, they can just focus on memes. <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Nice. You need to make a meme <laughs> just for this episode, and then I'll put it as the cover. 100%. If you have any photos or things like that you can share with me, I'll, I'll definitely get them. I'll definitely make some fun, and we'll have some fun. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to see a lot more of you. Thank you so much for doing my podcast. I appreciate your time, and uh, you know, I hope your fans like it. I'm glad I got to pop your cherry and you popped mine, so <laughs> onward and upward. Totally, man. Uh, Yeah, reach out if you ever need anything. Like, yeah, thank you. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Yay. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I super appreciate it. This is my new podcast, and it's my very first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I honestly could not do this without each and every one of you guys. Please follow me on Instagram. It's at popoffwithjames, at average and at it's James Pike. I will be uploading my podcast to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so watch out for it there. But in the meantime, catch it on my Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you guys next week.